<laughs> Welcome to episode 34 of the Nonsense Review, episode 2 of the spooky spectacular that we're kind of doing. I am your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello everybody! If you're unfamiliar with the format, what we like to do before we actually do the review section and the post show, well we like to discuss how our weeks have been, what we've sort of done, sometimes something that's happened in the wide, wide world. Rick, how's your week been, buddy? The first thing that's happened, the most important thing as far as I'm concerned, is a little bit personal. My friend Chris has had a little baby, and his name is Ron, and he's small, and he looks like a baby. <laughs> uh, this is the part where I have to confess, I don't like babies, they look hideous. <laughs> So, here's the thing. This child is so small and new that we don't even have any personality traits to attribute to the kid yet, other than that I think he likes milk. But yeah, when it comes to kids, they don't actually have personalities until, like, six, and even then their personality is, I'm going to play, fuck everything else. Yeah, I have grown up next to this person, therefore they are my friend. Moving on a little bit, we went to see No Time to Die, which is the new Bond film, which was meant to come out in 2019, and got delayed to 2020, and then 2020 delayed everything until now. I thought it was fine. It benefits a lot better from having seen the previous film in very recent memory, because there's a lot of things that are just a, a direct follow-on with the Daniel Craig films. And in general, it's fine. They draw a line under Daniel Craig's tenure as James Bond. Now, the third thing that happened out in the world is that Sora got revealed as the last Smash Brothers DLC character. And as someone who's not a massive fan of Kingdom Hearts, I'm not really bothered, but it's cool. It's one of those really funny things where Disney owns Sora, because Sora is owned by Disney and not Square in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which makes for this really funny moment where Sora is in Smash Bros. There is not a single reference to Mickey Mouse, Donald, or Goofy. Now, if you've played Kingdom Hearts, Donald and Goofy are integral to that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I think Sora's been on a lot of people's wrist lists for Smash for a long fucking time. I was a fan of Kingdom Hearts, and I could give less, less of a fuck about this announcement. But I, I have to admit that, as far as video game characters go, he is one of the more iconic ones. Let's be honest, he was more of a shoe-in than Goku. G Goku isn't allowed by Sakurai's own criteria. Yeah, yeah. People who ask for Goku or All Might or any anime character, listen to Sakurai for five fucking seconds. I know it's a hard thing to do for some of you schmucks, but when he says things, he tends to mean them. And he has always been very firm on the number one rule for being a character in Smash. You have to have debuted in a fucking video game. Mm-hmm. You could have animes and merch and weird fucking offshoots all you want, as long as your first thing was a video game. Fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but that's pretty much it for my week. How about you? What's your week been like? Netflix dropped a fun little spooky October thing, which is very relevant to my interests. Oh? It's an interactive film called Escape the Undertaker. Yeah, it's like an old-school point-and-click adventure, but it's, like, done on Netflix. It's nothing like a point-and-click. It's literally, every so often, video pauses, and it's like, here's your two options, pick one. But yeah, it's, it's good crack. Like I said, it only takes about half an hour. I'm going to spoil some things, so if you want to play it yourself, fast-forward about two minutes because that's usually how long I ramble about this sort of shit. There's some great fucking gags like the protagonists are the New Day. If you don't know who the New Day are, they're a fantastic face trio in the WWE. Biggie is currently the world fucking champion and I don't think they knew that was going to happen when they filmed this. <laughs> There's fun little easter eggs. There's fun little gags. It all culminates in a fun cinematic esque match between the New Day and The Undertaker. All three of them have to team up and work together to beat the big bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> the plot is far from sophisticated, but I don't care. It's wrestling at its dumbest and wackiest, and Rick, you know me by now. I've always maintained that the best type of wrestling is stupid nonsense dumb shit. Yeah, when, when they lean into it. Yeah. The second thing I want to talk about very briefly, because I know you've not finished it yourself yet. What if finished this week, and I just want to say all nine episodes were fucking stellar. They did a great job. The dude they cast for the Watcher, fucking Chef's Kiss, 100% gave his all for that fucking voice work, and ah, oh, loved it. Loved every minute. Can't wait for you to finish it to talk about it properly. The very final thing I want to talk about before we get on to our review. A trailer dropped this week for House of the Dragon. Do you know what this is? I do not. I've not seen it. It's the trailer for HBO's prequel to Game of Thrones. Okay. And it was the most sad thing ever because, well, they dropped the trailer and I saw the title and I went, I don't care. Oh. I just don't care. Like you say, the saddest part about that is that if someone who used to love that thing now no longer cares, then... i got Song of Ice and Fire tattoos, man. I'm not exactly casual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like the thing so much, you put it on your body. Yeah, but I mean, I've also got a Bloodborne tattoo, and I kind of hate Bloodborne. Yeah, but you like the one character. I like everything about Bloodborne, I just don't like playing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to watch the trailer for House of the Dragon, that's out. But anyway, Rick, what are we doing today? Today, once again, we're uh, we're not doing the Ghost of Molly Me. Ghost and. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said that. You said Ghost of, because it's so easy to say because it sounds more correct. <laughs> the Ghost of Molly McGee is something that we've been looking forward to for a while, and it just keeps not dropping on Disney+, Plus. so we might have to bump that indefinitely until it shows up. So we saw something that dropped today. It's uh, The Muppets Haunted Mansion. It's available on Disney+, Plus. and if you'd like to watch along with us at home, it's three, two, one, and go. The protagonist is apparently Gonzo, which, great, Gonzo's one of the better Muppets. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, I was telling Rick before we even started recording, I have no idea how good modern-day Muppets is, so this is going to be interesting, to say the least. Yeah, I've seen the, um, the first reboot movie. Oh, I didn't bother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a great license plate. Yeah, to die for. <laughs> People who are not familiar with Gonzo, uh, he's uh, originally he was a daredevil, so he used to uh, do stunts and shit, which means mm. in every film afterwards, he's the crazy person who does dumb shit for the sake of dumb shit. Yep. <laughs> because it's within, his, uh, it's, it's within his skill set and within his personality. Yeah, and his girlfriend's a chicken. Uh, and that's Pepe the Pawn. And why is Kermit dressed like Piss Piggy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's actually cute. It's very cute, but all I can think of is that... I I don't know if I want to say this, because it's a kid's show, but... Miss Piggy definitely pegs him, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's better than the alternative of I skinned my love interest. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Considering they're both still alive, that didn't happen. But still. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that f the guy next to um, Gonzo is Pepe Le Pion. And, uh, fun fact, he used to be my go-to pick as my character in Muppets Party Cruise. Okay. Which was a PS2 game. It might have been released on... I assume that would have been, like, the GameCube era. Um, but yeah. It was basically just a party game. It was great. Fun. Muppet flavoured. Yeah. So, like, a like Muppets, uh, Muppets Mario Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except instead of a course, it was literally just a, uh, a square... And you could move in any direction you want. You had to get to doors, open up a door, you start a mini-game, you get a party favour if you win, collect X amount of the same coloured party favour, and you win the board game. Sure, sure. 
So you had a little bit more um, control over the RNG. Yeah, and you didn't, and to even further, what the fuck is, that was, mm. It was the chef. <laughs> yeah, but was he meant to be dressed up like fucking Leatherface, or is he just being a dick? That's the question. Oh, he's, he's going for the pumpkin. Ah. What is your favourite Muppet film? Uh, now, here's the thing. I've not seen very many of the films. So the the film that I've seen, that I definitely have seen, is the one where they introduced that really, really generic-looking new Muppet who is meant to be the brother of a, um, a human. Okay. And they just don't address this other than the fact that they are brothers. <laughs> I assume that's a famous actor that I just don't know. Maybe so. That, by the way, that's also something the Muppets likes to do. They usually uh, they you rely heavily on cameos a lot, mm. but they usually play it in a very fun and cook and interesting way. Uh, but for what it's worth, my favourite Muppet film is. Uh, do you want to take a? St- oh wait, you don't know any, so it wouldn't. <laughs> uh, would it be Treasure Island? It is Treasure Island. <laughs> Tim Curry as Long John Silver was fucking mwah, lovely. Yeah. So it's from a time of my life where I wasn't watching Muppet films, which you know. Only having seen one of them, yeah, I've not watched very many Muppet films. <laughs> but yeah, I've I've heard that it's a very good one. I I can't think of many Muppet films that are duds, but you know, Christmas Carol and Treasure Island are always the two people usually point at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas Carol, fucking Michael Caine has one of the best fucking interviews ever about that, where he straight up just says, "Doesn't matter if I'm acting against a man or a or a felt puppet, I'm always going to give it a hundred percent." And you can fucking feel that he doesn't half arse it in that Christmas Carol film. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, not having seen the film, I still do remember somehow, like through um, through internet osmosis, the Cabin Fever song where they're all going mad. <laughs> I've shared that at least once on my timeline on Facebook, so maybe it might have even come from me. <laughs> Oh, look how cute the dog is. It is. I fucking love it. They do that a lot where they call something Mr. McGuffin in uh, yep. <laughs> in, in, uh, in Muppet stuff. It's a very meta joke. Do you want to explain what a MacGuffin is in case the kids don't know what it is? For anyone who doesn't know what a MacGuffin is, it's just a thing. And it's a thing that's a literary device and you can look it up on TV tropes. It can be something that people are after, something that people are, you know, chasing... You know, it's the plot in item form. Yeah. I, okay, it would appear that today we're watching a musical again. Yeah. <laughs> that guy looked legitimately pissed to be a ghost. Hmm. That's a pretty good line, though. Search for a, search for a tune, but never could carry it. Yeah. Boy, that's fucking dark. Yep. <laughs> I like how Gonzo and Pepe are getting into it. Hmm. That's fucking Danny Trejo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so yeah, I'm guessing a fair amount of these people that we're going to see are actually actors or just famous people 
And most of them we're probably not going to recognise because me and Rick are old fucks. Yep, yep. We're also British. So a lot of these people are going to be a lot more of a big deal to people that live in America. Potentially, aye. That's a really cool effect. It's an even cooler effect when you're actually in Disneyland. Oh, do they do it in Disneyland then? Yeah, they do that that, that thing where they um, they project the um, they project the thing onto these like blank mannequins, and it just looks really cool. Oh, sounds awesome. Yeah. So the reason why Gonzo isn't freaking out like he should be is because uh, Gonzo has no fear, mm. and Pepe <laughs> is insane. So. <laughs> Pepe is animal, except he can talk and is more loopy than angry. Yeah. I wish I could do a voice that deep. If this was an older generation film and the person was still alive, this would totally be... Oh, what's his name? He's got a very distinctive voice. No, 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 he's a horror guy. Fuck. Oh. Ah, oh, really old-timey. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. Yeah, it's going to have to drive you nuts. <laughs> yeah, ap- apologies for uh, for not doing a lot of reaction in the last few moments. We've been listening to the guy's uh, dulcet tones. Ah, <laughs> oh, he has a moustache. <laughs> so not fucking helpful, is it? No. <laughs> Considering you're talking so oldy timey that you include the 1950s, yeah, everyone had a fucking mustache back then. <laughs> I'm sure I'm gonna put I'm gonna Google all horror narrator, and I'm sure I can get it. Because until until then, like every horror narrator is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Okay. I got it before Google did. Fuck everything. Yo, those are straight-up Muppets from the Treasure Island fucking movie. <laughs> old Tom and Dead Tom. Old, old Tom and Dead Tom. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's fucking great. They're, they're, I'm going to spoil a film that's like literally almost as old as I am. But uh, there's a gag where Tim Curry's uh, Long John Silver shoots wildly into the crowd. Mm-hmm. And one of the Muppets is cradling the, uh, the skeleton of Dead Tom. He goes, It's Dead Tom! He's dead! Long John shot him! And another Muppet just goes, It's dead, Tom. He's always been dead. Yep. <laughs> and, he just ch- and he just goes, Oh yeah! And chucks the fucking corpse on the ground like a prick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Vincent Price. Yeah. Yeah, that guy had a creepy voice. We're currently in a room where in the actual ride, the um, they used to have this as an elevator where they would... Um, put you underneath the the universe uh, because they needed that space in the California Disneyland whereas in the um, the Florida Disneyland they don't need the space but they still kept the effect so the uh, the room elongates don't really know what you want me to say there yeah yeah no worries no worries Oh. Dude, that guy is super not allowed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he blows shit up. Yep. <laughs> oh, there we are. There we are. The room elongating. 
Is that the, that's the Manamana guy, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. Manamana, no, 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 no. Man, it's really... Yeah, dynamite, yeah. It's really bugging me how I'm noticing little details in this, and we both missed the fucking detail in the My Little Pony movie of the dad being dead. Yeah, so here's the thing. They, like... They show that he's dead, they don't say it. Yeah. Well, I just I remember getting a comment on YouTube saying, there's clearly a memorial to him, and I'm like, okay, well, both of us missed that. What do you want from us, my dude? That fucking goat eyes, man, on a Muppet are terrifying. Goat eyes in general are not very nice. Man, did your school, when you were younger, ever go through a phase of just watching fainting goat videos on YouTube? No. Because mine did. <laughs> <laughs> then again, um, I left school around the time that YouTube was coming out, so that was part of it. Yeah, I guess that might have been it. But yeah, there was just a weird phase during school, I vaguely remember, where everyone would just be watching videos of fainting goats fainting on YouTube, and it's just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I like that gag. It's the something... ghost just coming, don't, don't worry, we're not going to explain all the jokes. It's something Muppets does quite well in that they like to break the fourth wall, but they don't do it so much that it's annoying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rizzo! Dressed as a woman. <laughs> Red herring peewee. Great. Do you want to explain to the audience what a red herring is? <laughs> it's, uh, it's something that would go along with the MacGuffin. Yeah, it's uh, it's a MacGuffin that doesn't actually turn out to be important to the plot. And the fact that it's not important to the plot is important to the plot. They usually bang it in mystery novels. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, uh, specifically like uh, detective mysteries or murder mysteries, where it's like, oh, there's a gun, it must have been a murder weapon. Actually, no, it's completely unrelated and it's just there to throw you off the scent. Hmm. Gonzo could literally survive an explosion, it feels like. Yep. That's not horrifying. Oh, the teeth. Yeah, oh boy. If it wasn't a Muppet, that would be actually pants-shittingly terrifying. Oh, Bunsen Burner and uh, Beaker. Yeah. Dude, I, I, we follow a lot of uh, X of the Day accounts, and one of them is, like, gay couples. Oh, they're actually talking. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> they subtitled the Meeps. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Um, yep. <laughs> but yeah, one of the... I think that's, Go on. They might be my favourite Muppet characters. I think they're okay, for sure. Uh, but yeah, one of the... One of the accounts we... Uh, well, I say we subscribe to. I subscribe to on behalf of the channel is Gay Couple of the Day. Okay. And one of them was Do Dr. Bunsen Burner and... Um, and uh, Beaker. And I was like, I'm pretty sure those fucks ain't gay. Dr. Bunsen Burner treats Beaker like shit. Yeah, he does. <laughs> if they're a gay couple, they need fucking counselling, to say the least. Hmm. In the uh, screenshot for this uh, film, for lack of a better word, I suppose it's a film, it's 52 minutes long. Um... Well, I wasn't expecting that. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, he looked like he was James Franco, but there it's clearly not. So yeah, it's clearly not James Franco. Smartest decision Pepe will ever make. Oh, some Scooby Doo shit. Yeah, he got Scooby Doo. <laughs> What do you actually do if you encounter that hell? Um, you bring the other person that's anchoring you to the... What? Are you yawning? Yeah, it was uh, something <laughs> I couldn't control, I apologise. <laughs> it was hard to tell because, again, Discord fucking working against us, it muffles certain sounds for no apparent reason. <laughs> so from my end, you just said, yeah, and then went silent. Sport. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is he uh, nailed to the wall? No. I think he's just hiding. Oh, he's not nailed, but he got smashed. Peel and eat shrimp. That sounds like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it does sound like something, doesn't it? It's Miss Piggy. I wonder if that's still voiced by Frank Oz. Probably. Don't forget, guys, Frank Oz, uh, you know, before the Yoda gig, was a, was a Muppets guy, and a Muppets OG. Oh, the band's all dead. Apparently. <laughs> Dude, there was a great picture of this band hanging out with Willie Nelson, and the caption underneath just says, How the fuck does Willie Nelson look like the least stoned motherfucker in this picture? Man. <laughs> Here's a fun fact that my mum likes to bring up near constantly whenever the Muppets are brought up. When she was younger, she had a friend called who had the nickname Animal because he was a shaggy fuck. Okay. That's all. That's the story. But I get told it every time Muppets is mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she look like Zeus? Look, from that perspective, because of her hair, it looks like she's got a beard. Or has she actually got a beard? She might have a beard. She, she, she might just be uh, the queen. <laughs> you, you know. Or she's just wearing fluffy clothes like a prima donna type. It would make her look a lot less like Zeus if you could see like part of her clothing and make it look like it's not just beard. Yeah. Shat. <laughs> the fat rat in a hat. <laughs> uh, right over my fucking head. <laughs> Again, I assume that's a famous person that we just don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure we, we probably do even know her. It's just like, we just don't recognise her out of context. Maybe. Man, I'm surprised it's been this long without a song. Hmm. Ghost Train! Ghost Train! FF14! Oh, it's this motherfucker! Yeah! There are millions of doors just open one, you stump fucks. 
Although, granted, it could be argued that in this house, that is more dangerous than just getting hit by the cart. Yep. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sweetums is the name of that big dude. Yeah. And he's usually played as a, like a gag as being a big, mean, horrible fuck. Uh, but then he talks to you, and he's cool, and he's decent. Yeah. Except that you do the joke all the goddamn time, so it no longer really works. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that he's nice. <laughs> yeah. That guy looks like a piece of bread. Fucking saw that joke coming. I'll tell you what, he looks like a Muppet version of um, uh, Schnitzel from Chowder. Fair. It reminds me of Burnt Das Brot. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> he's a, a German bread Muppet. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Sam the Eagle and some old fuck I'm not familiar with. I wonder if that would actually get anyone, because it was so limp, and I'm guessing that was the point. Yeah. <laughs> it was so limp, I barely recognised it as a fucking attempt at a jump scare. Jump scare, yeah, yeah. See, look, it's like, oh, first thing he's like, are you, are you, two, are you two alive? Man, I know it's slightly racist, but it totally fucking seems like if Pepe was, like, anthropomized, he'd be, like, rolling with CJ in a lowrider. Maybe. <laughs> Man, I miss Ralph. Yeah. He's one of the best designed Muppets, let's be honest. Yeah, and he's so old-school cool. Like, yeah. he plays the piano, he plays pool, he's basically a jazz club regular. Yeah. Although, like, I'm pretty sure the implication that, hey, if this, again, if this guy was human, he'd be one of those cool old black blokes who's just awesome in every way. Yeah. Why the fuck is Fuzzy Green? I guess because Spooky. Yeah, because he's a zombie, I guess. Ah, oh, yes! Now, these are my favourite characters, because they're dicks. So this is one of the uh, the carts that you actually get for the uh, for the ride. Oh, Okay. Okay, so for once, that was actually a pretty good one. All of his puns are fine, but they're, they're puns. They're all going to yep. be shit. <laughs> Man, that shitly drawn-on moustache, though. Yep. <laughs> Let me your fears, as it were. <laughs> I just checked my phone because of your Skype message. <laughs> Sorry. That was funny and it was happening on screen. <laughs> Are we finally getting another song? So it would seem. Man, Kermit is sounding just a little bit weird. If it's even meant to be Kermit. It's a spooky Kermit. Hmm. That was a fucking ballsy move. Putting Macabre in there. 
Yep. <laughs> but they fucking pulled it off. It was a good line. Mm, mm, mm. Ah, Scooter. Fuck you. That one kind of got me. <laughs> Go jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> Is he gonna get at? Jesus. I had man the the guy the guy they got to uh, play the host man. He's got some singing chops on him. Hmm. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. <laughs> this is meant as an adult. This is really you know nothing, but if you're a child, this would fuck with you, wouldn't it? Well, except that you know they're all puppets. Yeah, but it's still fucking weird and creepy and horrible. Yeah, like the suspension of disbelief just makes you believe that they're characters. Bozo the bear. Deadly candlesticks. Don't sign that, Gonzo, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool effect with the talking skulls floating. I say cool effect, it's just the Muppets again, but you know, it, I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's cool, I should say it's cool. Hey, good old Memento Mori. They're getting real fucking ballsy with some of these lines. Like, uh, rhyming it all up. Man, I'm getting a real death cult vibe from these guys. Mm, mm, mm. Are oh, you hear the um the reference to the uh, Muppet Show tune there? Hmm. Again, without the face cam, you can't tell I'm bopping. Well, there was just three showgirls who were chickens, which uh, you know, Gonzo would probably approve of. Yeah. Case in point. Man, if you're condemned to have to haunt a place for eternity, what type of place would you want it to be? Uh, somewhere with... I'm not seeing a lot of the through traffic, because that would mean something like an airport where people just don't want to be there. But somewhere that... get a lot of people that want to visit. See, I'd probably go for a really seedy hotel where a lot of prostitution and crimes happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the thing, yeah. Like, like I say, it, I, I wouldn't want it to be somewhere that people don't want to be. Because, you know, then you just reinforce not wanting to be there by... That's the cab driver again. Yeah. I think. Is it the cab driver in a different costume? It looks like it is. It might be. Fucking run! 
Latin American music is playing. Oh, he's got he's got chubby. He's in love. He's in love. She's gonna eat him. <laughs> he is a prawn. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one word I know in Spanish that isn't just yes and hello. It's fucking guapo, because it's used so fucking often. Yeah. Uh, actually, gamba, the other one she used, which is prawn, it's a um, it's a stealth insult. If you call someone a gamba, it's basically the equivalent of butterface. Lovely. That uh, you only want them for the body. The, the head is uh, inconsequential. Man, I'm, I'm weird because I kind of like weird faces. Okay. <laughs> I, I, that's a horrible thing to say even out loud or just thinking about it. But, like, I don't like unblemished looks. <laughs> sure. That could have gone to a weird place. I'm kind of glad it didn't. That was an effect that actually made me feel a bit dizzy. <laughs> Getting knocked over by the reverberation of prawn. Giggity. It's going to be my creepy sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Gonzo being fearless as well that I always appreciate is he doesn't brag about it. It's just something that gets shown constantly that, no, he finds dangerous things fun. Yeah. He doesn't go around going, nothing can scare me, just try it. He just does wacky crazy shit because it gets his rocks off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Not 666. <laughs> Boy, that would, <laughs> that would get tiring, though, wouldn't it? I like how at the end of one of them uh, defies the no-not-now with, with the final da of da-da-da. <laughs> Fair do. Ow! That fucking flash of lightning really hurt my eyes. <laughs> Luke, go fight this imaginary Darth Vader. Don't worry, he's not really you. Oh, he is. Yep. <laughs> Dude, it, it took me so many times to realise that that was meant to be Luke's face because it wasn't attached to his body. It wasn't, like, as a child, I wasn't, it wasn't very clear, but, you know, she's changed costume again. So it seems. She's totally gonna try and eat him, you're right. Alright, listen, if this was real, just replace the word prawn with cock, and, uh... <laughs> My big jumbo king cock. Okay, look at how many husbands she's had. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and she's literally got an axe saying, until death do us part. Yeah. No, it's Pepe. Pepe. Subtitle sport that gag for us, but hey-ho. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is kind of cruel, because Pepe is clearly craving love. Now, again, if this was, like, her talking to a human, it would be weird cannibal vibes. But it's a prawn. Yep, yep, yep. 
<laughs> oh, mate. This guy's name was literally the New Zealander. Yep. <laughs> hey, that's the guy you're on about, right? From the new Muppet film. Uh, I think so, yeah. You know what? I'd risk uh, being bitten to rest my head in them boobas. <laughs> She's got one of those huggable busts. Does that make sense? That's not too creepy, is it? Oh, cool, a, uh, a Latin twang to a song. Sorry, go on. You can have a cuddly physique, because it's not, it's not creepy. No, it's just creepy that I specifically said the titties, but hey Yeah, okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. May not want to say those words, Pepe. <laughs> She's going to turn you into poo, dude. Horrible way of putting it, but you're not wrong. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you, I do like a good duet. Mmm. And you'll be my prawn, yeah. Mm. I, like a, I like a good duet, but it's a shame one of them has to do this stupid fucking voice for Pepe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the one on the right is the uh, the one from the, the movie. <laughs> Alright, here's going to be a fun game to play. What did that penguin say that was so horrible he couldn't say it in a kid's film? <laughs> uh, something, something... Well, I'm not even going to say it because it would, uh, it would get his content matched. Why would it get his content matched? Not content matched, you know. We've said some, fu- We've said some fucked up shit on this show. And like, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> just say it, motherfucker, don't be let's, a coward. Let's just not talk about paedophilia, you know. <laughs> what? What the fuck? How does she kill him via that? Uh, I don't know. But you're the one who was going to say it. You prick. Oh, well. From my perspective, you just randomly brought that up. Paedophile. <laughs> oh. I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say like fucking impalement or something, but just being graphic in the description. But disembowelment. Ah, it's not too bad. I mean, it is bad if you're on the receiving end, but I mean, it's not the grossest thing you can think of. Maybe, mm-hmm. if, well, maybe if that is the grossest you can think of, then hey, congrats. You ah, there you go. There's a gag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. I mean, he's a pro and he's probably into it. I don't care. I don't, oh, uh, I don't know if you know this about, about me, Rick, but spiders, I can't deal with them. There's a, there's a certain size of spider, when you get to a certain size, I just fucking freeze. Mm. It was about a month ago now, there was a spider that was bigger than my hand. Now, I have big hands, guys. Not to brag, I'm a big person, so my hands are big. And uh, this spider was bigger than my hand, and I just went, I'm not going to have a shower today. Yeah. I just, I fucking, I was just like, I kept my eyes on this spider like a fucking, like it was going to attack me like a face hugger, and I just had a fucking wash via the sink. Yep, yep, yep. 
Oh, I couldn't deal. And then I, 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 I informed my brother about the spider, because I'm like, I can't deal with the spider, it's too big, I, it, it paralyzes me with fear. And then he went, okay, whatever, went to the bath, dealt with it by f fucking spraying it with water. And I didn't know this, apparently if you spray a spider with water, they curl up into a ball and they just get drifted off. Yeah. But yeah, that's what he did, and then when he came back upstairs, he just went, okay, I'll admit, that was a big spider. Yep. So there you go, guys, that's one of my fears. Don't chuck spiders at me. <laughs> oh my god, I was joking about the Luke Skywalker shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am thou, thou art me. We're a happy family. Fair enough. That was a good cut. Mm. Oh, she switched over to French. I think Mi Amor is um, Spanish, still. I'm thinking of Montcherie. Yeah. Never mind, ignore me, I'm a fucking ignoramus. I don't really have any, bro. Yeah, there you go. Oh, his fear is loneliness, even though he has his chicken wife. Yep. <laughs> Dude, wouldn't that be awkward to have to hang out with all the other fucking people that your wife killed, who are also husbands? Yeah, it would be a bit. <laughs> Good gag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good old Henry VIII gags in uh, in the Muppet. Dude, I I'm not a big fan of Achievement Hunter at the best of times, but um, there was one time during a Trivial Pursuit episode where Gavin, like they got the question of how many wives did Henry VIII had, and Gavin went, "Oh, you guys are fucked. I know this." He put eight. <laughs> I think everyone can see how he made that fuck up, but still, that's embarrassing. Uh, Rick, are you still there? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was, I was responding in the affirmative to Gavin being a fool. <laughs> I, I didn't hear nothing, you see. So to me, I said that you said nothing, and I was like, "Oh, has Rick dropped?" <laughs> <laughs> that is a very unappealing model. He looks a bit like a mosquito. A bit. Oh, that's cute. That is cute, but also what a fucking ham-fisted way of putting that line in. Oh, we're working on it. We're almost unlocking the door. Boy, his model is terrifying right now. It is. It is. I'm afraid of being an old fuck. 
Isn't that still just being alone? Yeah. You fucking... That's a technicality I've ever saw one. <laughs> I managed to split this one fear into two. Technically, even though being alone forever in there is the same fucking fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a symptom, not a, uh, not a separate cause. That being said, though, like, how common of a fear is that, though, right? I mean, we all die alone. That's not true at all, Rick. Okay, so the only way to not die alone is to die alone next to someone. Yeah, okay, guess what? There's plenty of people who don't die alone. Okay, you you have to go through the you have to go through the motions and do the actions on your own. Like you you can't do it. Yeah, with I get. Okay, fine, but that's being like really technical and dickish about it. I need to rescue Pepe. I need my prawn. The toilet. I kind of like the idea of, hey, this dude's trapped here as well. And, like, that's why he's not that bothered about helping out. So he's like, I can't leave, but I can help you. Fucking shining reference this late in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah, the twisting corridors. God, that's enough to give me a headache just watching, let alone experiencing. Spook now. <laughs> How is that not a warning signing in of itself, Pepe? You really are drunk <laughs> with lust. He really needs to get his fucking tiny little prawn dick off, don't he? Yep. <laughs> I don't blame her, him. Like, she is very attractive. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't... I don't think I can think of anyone off the top of my head who is attractive enough for me to ignore all of these warning signs that she's going to murder me. Christina Hendricks. Don't know who that is, but... It's uh, it's the lady with the big boobs from, um, from Firefly, right? I don't... No, maybe? I don't know. I don't... I don't know actor names. I'd have to know fucking the character. You'd have to say the character. I'm afraid... I know Jewel State's in that, and she's cute, but I wouldn't call her, like, dead attractive that I'd let her kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that dick! (laughs) That looked dangerously like a noose before they zoomed in. It did, yeah. That's probably the point as well, but hey oh. Man, Muppets look really weird when you can see their entire bodies. Don't get me started. Oh, in the Muppet show, there was uh, they used to do musical acts once a, uh, once a show. Uh, one time they had Kenny Rogers on doing his song The Gambler. And for that, they had human Muppets. It was literally humans sitting down but they'd have a Muppet face where their face should be, and it was the weirdest looking thing in the goddamn world. Weird. Yep. (laughs) That's not how burping works. It might do for that demon worm monster thing. Okay. 
Rick, it's Muppets. Let it slide. (laughs) (laughs) No, he won't. Fuck off, did you have a rehearsal? Mm -hmm. Cannot blame him for fucking off, though. Uh, For what it's worth, uh, M is playing Cookie Clicker. (laughs) (laughs) I should should log out of Steam when I do these. Maybe so. That is very distracting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, her heart's on fire. That seems to only have happened before now if she's been using her powers. So that's interesting. Well, normally it's her eyes that light up. Well, her heart like, lit up as well a couple of times. I love that he made Graham Stowe's for them by the looks of it. Hmm. Ah, uh, I'm reminded of how cute the, uh, the, the Muppet dog is. Yeah. Prawn but not forgotten. Fucking hell! I, I never, I'm never, probably never going to get to say it on the show again because Danny Trejo is probably not going to show up in a lot of things. Uh, but one of the things I appreciate Danny Trejo for is um, he is ex-cartel. I, I believe I read that somewhere. At the very least, ex-criminal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he has it written in his contracts all the time that if he plays a villain like a member of the cartel in a show or a movie, he has it written in that he has to die. Because he, because he wants people watching to know that crime doesn't pay. Therefore, if he plays a bad guy, he must die by the end. Sure. So there's a spoiler for you if you ever watch something and Danny Trejo shows up as a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty cute, um, pretty cute tidbit, though. Yeah, I've, I, I find it quite respectable. And also, that dude is really good at playing badasses, and it kind of explains why. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he used to be one. <laughs> Oh. Oh, and the red herring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mon ami. <laughs> Fun fact. The fish just. <laughs> Just the fist just agreeing that it's his friend. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking dumb. I don't know why that fish just saying random French every so often it tickles me. Man, the the best part is that the last thing he went was Wah! Point of Halloween, ain't it? Yeah. I can't tell if that is the same person or not, because they've got very similar faces. Well, that's the thing. When when dressed in different costumes, you can just reuse an, act, an actor, no problem. Yeah, but I'm, uh, 
I'm worried that I'm my my abilities to do do uh, well, to separate one person from another are deteriorating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But they look, but they do look vaguely similar, right? When you don't see them straight one after the other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> the goat didn't get me that time, but fucking hell, those goats—those goats, those ghosts were really weird in their animation style, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the uh, the thing at the 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 the, the, the license plate was D end. Yeah, very good. Ah, the dancing in the moonlight. Yeah, I'm curious to see if uh, Frank Oz voiced Fuzzy and uh, Miss Piggy. This is something Muppets used to do really well, and that was make music videos for songs. Yeah, yeah. Like, even just the normal song, but sung by Muppets. Yeah. But, like, uh, in the Muppet show, they used to have the actual performer on, and they'd have Muppets doing uh, uh, fun, wacky shit while the song played, while the artist performed. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Scooter as uh, Elvis looked pretty good. Ah, oh, Brian Henson, good for you. Will Arnett! Will Arnett. We do know him! <laughs> <laughs> oh, apparently uh, all of those people were people. Yeah. Fucking... I hope... I'm... I wasn't paying attention, we might have already missed Frank Oz. I'm going to assume we did if it was even him. It was going very quickly. One guy was just credited as famous person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I think that was the, that was all point. Is um, his gimmick within the show was to be like generically famous. No, yeah, just it's funny to see. <laughs> and to lure Pepe into being into doing famous things by being famous. Yeah. Can I just say it shouldn't be? But it's so weird seeing Danny Trejo dancing and bopping to this song in particular. <laughs> Man, it's this awkward moment where I just realised I completely blanked out for however long that silence was for, just to fucking briefly dance. <laughs> <laughs> I too am bopping. <laughs> Is there anything more trolly than a Statler and Waldorf laugh? I mean, not really. <laughs> you gotta love Statler and Waldorf, though. Though, like you do, it might be my. F I, I, I say that uh, Beaker and Honeydew are my favorite characters, but like, yeah, Statler and Waldorf are <laughs> pretty up there as well. Yeah, like they've 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 been a mainstay for a bit. Well, not even a bit longer because Bunsen burner and uh, well, say I keep calling him Bunsen burner, but you're right, it's Doctor Honeydew. Um, 
It's because in that Muppet Party, Party Cruise game, his game was called Dr. Bunsen's Burners. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, his name is Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. Right. Uh, but yeah, what did you think, dude? It was fine. It could have been better. It's not the best Muppets film. Sorry, one second. In Deutsch and whatever language came beforehand, I shit you not, they had one VA doing everyone's fucking voices. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking insane. And then you got fucking Latin American where they've got 700 voices for uh, voices additionales, which I assume means additional voices. <laughs> yeah, voces additionales. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, yeah, what did you think? Like, I don't think it was the best Muppets film. It was fine, but... It's, it's generic uh, 2021 Disney fair. It's fine. I've got to agree with you, of course. Like, It definitely wasn't the best Muppet film. I can think of two Muppet films off the top of my head that were better. That we've already talked about today. True enough, true <laughs> enough. It's also one of those really interesting things where, you got to bear in mind, those Muppet films that I'm thinking of also were pre-existing plots. They weren't original plot lines. Not that this was exactly original, because it seems to have been based around a theme park ride by what you've told me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Then again, another film that was based around a theme park ride that did very well was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, but, but until they changed it, it was, like, loosely based around it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They based it around the lore of, you know, the Caribbean and pirates are there. Yeah. And that's pretty much the the extent of the lore that they had, and uh, they, they wrote their entire own thing based on that. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, then it then, as you say, it uh, it got it got retroactively re added re added back into the ride when they realised that Johnny Depp was interesting <laughs> and marketable. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. A bit of a tangent because I just saw them credit the uh, Netherlands voice actors. I managed to get the credits to play today, guys. I didn't fucking skip out of it. <laughs> uh, interesting story that happened to me at work literally about five days ago, where I was working on fruit and veg. Don't ask. And um, uh, a woman came up to me and said, uh, can you tell me what country these are from? Uh, and handed me some toma- uh, tomatoes. I was like, yeah, sure, weird question. But yeah, I, I had a read of the label, because guess what? It's written on the fucking label, and she wasn't wearing her glasses or some shit. I don't know. She explained it to why she needed me to read it. But yeah, I read it out, and I went, oh, it's from the Netherlands. And she went, Ugh, and then put them back. <laughs> That's petty. I didn't say anything, but I'm just, I, I was literally <laughs> thinking, what the fuck is wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know what this woman wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did the same thing later on as well with oranges from South Africa. And I'm like, fuck it, we don't grow oranges here full stop, so it can't have been that. But yes, I should probably go ahead and shoot the question your way, Rick. Did you have a favourite moment? My favourite moment was right near the beginning when we saw Miss Piggy and Kermit wearing each other's skins, but not quite as visceral, and it made me smile. A cute moment, instantly ruined by me going, hey, do you think Miss Piggy pegs from Kermit? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how about you? What was your favourite moment? i got to be honest with you, it was kind of neat seeing Danny Trejo because I didn't think I'd see any actors I recognised in this film yeah so that was cool I know it was a very small part but it's the bit I most sticks out into my mind yeah it's not all great we can't discuss only the good things Rick do you have a weakest link my weakest link was probably the plot in general the whole tenuous plot of coming to this entire place just to look for someone who was probably long dead anyway that's not why they went there was it not remember they were going to the Muppets party but instead of going to the Muppets party they turned up at this party that's even worse then. No, I, I I get that, but I'm just saying, you got the plot wrong. I thought he was only staying there because of the great MacGuffin. They, once they got revealed that the MacGuffin was there, they kind of like went on a tangent and were like, oh yeah, let's do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They arrived at the graveyard.
Guard, they were like, we're here for the party. And then they got told about MacGuffin and they were like, that sounds cool. Let's do that. Yeah. And then once they're in the hotel slash graveyard, it's not really clear what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they obviously weren't allowed to leave until they faced their fears and did dumb shit. Yeah. It's one of these where the ride it's based on is a weird ride to begin with. Whereas, you know, pirates, you can make an easy film out of that. But like on this one, you were never going to have a very cohesive plot. How about you? What was your weakest link? I'm kind of sad that we didn't get to see the band a bit more. Because that used to be one of the highlights from the Muppets in general was the band doing shit. And what did we get? We got the band being dead and having a throwaway gag of we're going to lunch. And then they did a little song at the end, which, you know, it's fine. I get it. It didn't hurt the production at all, but I, it kind of... It's weird, isn't it? Because I've said about five or six times now, this is my favourite thing in the Muppets. <laughs> like, I guess that's going to have to be my weakest link. So, we come to the all-important, actual important part of our wind-down session. Rick do you have an MVP? The Great MacGuffin. He's essentially the one that kept them there. For better or worse, he's the one that drove the plot. I mean, funny enough, he was the MacGuffin of the fucking movie. Yeah. That's a Walper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waka waka. I was making a Night in the Woods reference, but you made it an actual Muppets reference. So kudos. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I like using that word, kudos. I don't get to use it often enough. Apparently the singular of kudos is kudos. But yeah, that's it for my MVP. What was your MVP? I'm still kind of blown away by your little kudos fact. <laughs> yeah, you can't have one kudos. To be fair, it does hit the year a bit wrong, don't it? <laughs> Alright, okay, sorry, yeah, MVP, MVP. I'm going to give it to the songwriter, because, I've got to be honest with you, they may not have been the best part of the film, necessarily, but I can't think of any of the songs that were stinkers, and in that middle song where they had everyone sort of involved singing about death, they did some really interesting things with words that I would never have touched if I was trying to rhyme them. But yes, I guess overall verdict is the film was good, but probably wouldn't watch it again. If you're watching on YouTube, we've got our little comment section down below if you want to drop us a line alternatively if you are listening via one of our audio platforms you can send us an email nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com once again that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com we're just going to say goodbye and uh, have a happy spooptober all the best to everyone and to all a good night oh wait that's fucking Christmas <laughs>